Despite the Government, brought to you by Tam and Buega. This podcast is a window for African entrepreneurs and innovators within Africa and all across the globe to discuss ideas towards advancing the cause of a new, vibrant Africa. Find and subscribe to Despite the Government wherever you get your podcast. This is Despite the Government podcast. Enjoy this episode. All right, welcome back to the Despite the Government podcast. My name is Buiga Adilia, and I'm happy to welcome my next guest. Uh, we're talking about betting in Nigeria today, the entire industry. We're taking a look at um, the necessary rules and some of the things that uh, we need to uh, put in perspective to understand what goes on in the industry. I'm speaking to a betting consultant at Lava Technologies, uh, Mr. Balogundanjuma. Thank you for coming here today. Uh, thank you very much. I'm very happy to welcome you. So I'd just like to begin straight up. Let's get an understanding of the art. I don't know if it's an art form or if it's a business or if it's a lifestyle. When people talk about betting, what's the history? Where does it come from? Okay, betting is entertainment purely. Okay. I think... If you have to go to how betting started, it has been a very long time. It even starts from Nigeria and people have been betting for a very long time. And we have uh, betting companies that are more than 100 years old. And we have big companies like William EU, companies like Ladbrokes and the likes. They are the grandfathers of betting. Mm. They've been there for a very, 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 very long time. Mm. But when you come to Nigeria and you want to discuss betting in Nigeria, the biggest started from the pools yeah. and the lottery. And there's nowhere you want to start from. You have to start from Baba Ijebu. Baba Ijebu. Yes, uh, that's, that's Premier Lutu. Premier Lutu, that's the most yes. popular name. That's the, the pools industry, that's the most popular name. Yeah, but essentially, human nature when we talk about trade by butter that's where trade started from we know the history of farming what do you think was like the first where does the urge to stake 100 naira for higher amounts come okay from? yeah basically i would always want to limit it to nigeria mm. because i don't know what the, if you have the to history of Europe yeah it's, that would take much of our time yeah in Nigeria, basically, people are fond of winning lotteries. It's yes. not a new thing. People bet a lot. Uh, there are so much different type of illegal betting. Mm. It's just like me and you discussing. We're in for tomorrow. Yeah. Let's put our money together. Let's, uh, let's see have wins. a bet. Uh, I'll see who wins and who will lose. So uh, normally, people argue a lot, mm. uh, especially Nigerians, and that is where betting will have to come in place because people believe that I know something more than you, and if you are sure this occurrence will, will come to pass, mm. why not you? put your money where your and mouth see, is. And win just by predicting. Yeah, by predicting, yes. Alright, enough of the um, peripherals and some... some. Um, that's not really the business of today, but when you talk about Lotto pools agencies and Baba Jebu, like you mentioned, um, that was before Naira Bet. Of course, How yes. much of an industry was that? Were people making real money? Oh, okay. And what about the, the business founders? Okay, when it comes to the betting industry, Yeah. There are three types of betting industry, uh, companies in the betting industry. It's either you are sports betting, yeah. you are in gaming, or you are in gambling. Mm. For sports betting, companies like Naira Bet, Bet Niger, mm. uh, Sporty Bet are the ones there. And uh, for uh, gaming, gaming is divided into three, yeah. which is mobile betting, mobile mm. gaming virtual gaming mm. and land-based gaming. Mm. Land-based gaming is where uh, companies like casinos come in, mm. even Babai Jebu, pools and the likes, that's where they come in because 
they are land based. You yeah. have to have a machine before you can actually place bets for yeah. people. So the third one is gambling, which can be any Anything. form of gambling, any any reward Maybe system. Even MTN is doing uh, a promo that's yeah. gambling. Yeah. Anything you put small money and you win big money, yeah. that's gambling. Mm. So if for Nigeria, yeah, any form of bonanza. For Nigeria, to be precise, uh, what started was actually pools, mm. and what because. Uh, there were so many football matches abroad, yeah. so many occurrences abroad, that, uh, so many events, we call them football events, mm. and there was no DSTV game. So what people do was that they buy like a, like a, they call it coupon, mm. they buy a coupon, it's just like a newspaper where they write games. Mm. So people use those coupons to forecast games. Yeah. Uh, you can see Lyon, Dorchester, all those clubs European and Fadabache, mm. different clubs, and they use that to now without even knowing, without even games. knowing, without even knowing any player, they just, just use previous results yeah. to judge what would happen in the future. So mm. basically, that was what pools was about mm. before they now started having their own games, like three direct, two sure, okay. various games or number games. We mm. call them number games mm. where you can have a number of. Uh, let's say 1 to 99 and you mm. pick three numbers and they have like a draw a draw is where they have this big around uh, ball. Uh, ball it's just like a big uh, bowl where there are different numbers yeah. and some comes out mm. so let's say you roll in this week and you have 22 22 for example mm. and you, different numbers come out from this mm. uh, bigger bowl so that is what uh, pools is about yeah. so you you get uh, some form of numbers that would uh, come out and you win. If your number comes out, you win. Mm. That's how Babai Jebu came uh, out. Yes, that's Lotto. That's mm. basically Lotto, which is different from Pools. Mm. Pools is the one they bet against the club, they forecast the, uh, okay. the clubs. But Lotto is when you forecast numbers. Mm. Do you understand? Lotto is just lottery. Just, I believe it's the pick corruption of the number. word lottery. Mm. You pick lucky numbers and you might just eat your luck yeah. here. All right, so let's move the conversation to n- the new age betting, which is the popular one that we, you know, football betting, sports betting. And of course, we cannot talk about that without Naira Bet. Naira of Bet course, yes. The, it's the like first sport betting company. Yeah. So, and you are very close to Aki Alabi, who yeah. is also the proprietor of Naira Bet. Uh, tell me about the Naira Bet story, starting and then how that led to so, every other person coming into it. Okay, um, this is a story Aki Alabi has said it a lot of in times himself. Of actually. So, I like starting from the backstory. Yeah. Uh, Aki Alabi was a copywriter. Yeah, he was on the story of uh, Jack Bassey, chief of Jack Bassey, and uh, of his blessed memory now. He was the publisher of Sources Digest. Yeah. So he had an audience then. They were doing information products then. They were selling MMOs, how to make mm. money online kind of uh, mm. products. Articles. Yeah, articles on Sources Digest. They do write copywriting. They do information mm. products, <laughs> sell books and the likes. Until he decided that he wanted to travel abroad. He went to England. Mm. With his, uh, he went to see his elder brother, Ayo Alabi. Mm. So I thought that one of those days they went to watch football and when they were coming back, uh, he and I went to play betting somewhere. Mm. So when he saw that, ah, people were making money from this uh, sports betting that they are doing here, yeah, I think do. it was a Ladbrokes against Show. 
but they said, wow. So people are making money through William Hill and Ladbrokes and all these mm-hmm. things. And that was how he felt, ah, if I get back to Nigeria, this is what I'm going to start. Okay. And when he got back to Nigeria, he called the developer and they started what is Nairobi.com. And they started by putting the, the Premier League with Man U, yeah, Chelsea, yeah. and the like. And, with, and before, yes, later they now started uh, uh, putting structures and the likes. And that's how Nairobi started. Yeah. And this was, can we put a year to it? I can't really. Nairobi should be 12 years now, 12 to 13 that's years now. That's 2009. Uh, uh, that's still, uh, like 2010. Yeah, so that's 2010. Yeah, like it's not too far back. It's not too far back so at all. Just to track back, what was happening year 2000 up to, up to 2010? It was basically monopoly of Babai Jebu mm. and a few others that mm. were not as big as Babai yeah. Jebu. So Babai Jebu, what they put to was the, the was main. the, the main. Babai Jebu was everywhere. What's, what's his story? What what's what's his um unique selling point why, why For, has it lasted so long yeah you know um, to be honest it's because he has a monopoly okay. and he's everywhere okay I would not say total monopoly but because if you're in a sector and you're the only one doing it for a very long because I think Baba Jebu should have been in the 80s started yeah, in the 80s yeah. or 70s and he was the only one doing it well for mm-hmm. a very long time and until the people like Aki and Labina thought they wanted to start sports okay. betting okay. and Jonas and when he started sports betting and with Naira bets mm-hmm. that was how everywhere and the reason why the Adebutu Kashitin was not really mm. involved was that I have my own sector you are doing your own sector it's not as if I can I was trying to do pools mm. and loto like Adebutu Kashitin was doing sector. yeah so and it came into the market in a very huge way yeah. with addictive games New before technology. they started doing virtuals and technology and the thing was that when Alabi started yeah it was on, on the that was the same time mobile technology was coming to Nigeria yeah. Do you understand? Baba Jebu didn't have a website until probably yeah. 2015. Yeah. They had to rebrand, they, they had to, rebrand to Premier Lutu. And uh, without people like Alabi bringing tech into the uh, sport betting industry, yeah. uh, we don't know what would have been since then. And people like Dr. Sanji Willow of 1960 Bet and mm. Betland, people like Kunle Tsunami of Bet Niger mm. and the likes. So that's uh, the history of uh, sport betting. And, and that, people that. shout out to people like Mary Bet, Shobet yeah. 247. There are a lot of them. Yeah, uh, they were the ones. To, yeah. I want to come and talk about counterfeiting proliferation later but okay. is this a phantom economy or is there real money because people talk about when I when I look at it I see 100 naira bets 1000 naira bets and there are the millionaires who bet as well is this a real industry and or is this 25 businesses or 100 sporting companies sure, so. struggling for 100 naira here and there um, the sport betting industry in Nigeria alone, I'm not even saying gaming as mm-hmm. a whole. I'm no just sport. speaking sports betting alone is a multi-billion dollar um, industry Massive. alone. We are not even uh, we are not even announcing it enough. Mm. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, mm. and if you and it keeps going, it keeps going. If I, from what I'm privileged to know, companies mm. like Nairbet were making billions in revenue as of 2015, 2014. Although when I say revenue, you know it's mm. gross gaming revenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So it's a most be, uh, companies like Bet Niger should be able to do billions in a month mm. in revenue. So it's not it's not a joke. It's not uh, this is real money. This is real money. People bet every day. There's no in in Nigeria as of 
of today, you can't walk a kilometer without getting a betting shop. Yeah. Betting shops are more, much more than churches in Nigeria. Betting shops are much more than schools. Betting shops are much more than any kind of business. So betting shops are much more than banks in Nigeria. Across, it cuts across cultures. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's talk yeah. about age limits now. Uh, it's common with young men. Uh, yes. Up to what age? What are you observing? I'm um, officially betting is a plus 18, is yeah. a retail 18 product. So 18 and above, mm. uh, 18 to 100. And he, but, but, uh, but is it common in Nigeria to find older older men? Of course. I've seen uh, men of 100 years playing pool, playing loto. It's, so you know, no, it's no an habit. No discrimination. Anybody, even female, anybody yeah. that wants to. Yeah. If, so far you have money and you want to stay. And you, want they will, to and you are over win. 18, they will take it from you. Uh, speaking of behavioral patterns, so what would you say differentiates the different classes of people? There are people who their maximum is yeah. 200 naira to stake. Yes. yes. There are people who cannot even stake 1,000. They want to start from 10k yes. or 25k, even 100k. Yes. And then you can escalate all the way to the million years. Yes. You know, betting companies have understand their own markets. Mm. And that's why they have different products for different segments of customers. Mm. For example, if you want to be betting in millions, you have to be using the mobile apps or yeah. using the website. Mm. You can't be taking a millionaire to shops to be betting. Yeah. But the reason why they are ubiquitous everywhere, why they are everywhere, is because they know that mechanics, artisans, plumbers, oh, that you know, that yes, market women, they want to bet too. And those ones do not have their money in their bank. They have mm. physical cash and they can always take it to their mm. agent shop, place a bet and get the receipt for it mm. and uh, keep it till mm. if they win or the it if they don't win. So, mm. uh, uh, those are the, uh, the they understand their product and yeah. there are different products for different uh, segments of customers. Mm. There are some that don't even play sport betting; they play games like the virtual games, yeah. dog race, horse racing, yes, all those kind of games. You don't even need to know sports before you patronize Naira Bet, Bet Niger. So far, you have the passion that you want to win big money. There's always something for you. There is the entertainment part of it because it's actually exciting to do that. Of course, of course. How much do you think Nigerians focus on? Do they do it? for fun let's let's see what comes out or a lot of people because people say poverty drives a lot yes so is it more let me go and stay. poverty driven or entertainment driven yeah, or, or people just want to have fun uh, to be honest uh, to be honest it is uh, uh, money driven yeah to be honest to uh, be yeah it's to be big but we should not take the part the fact the way that if you stick on a game you always want to watch that yeah, game yeah you always want to follow up on what is mm. uh, what is happening and if uh, apart from that when you if, if you've ever been to a betting shop and you see how the numbers are rolling the dogs are running the horses are running yeah. It's, it's always react. fascinating. Yeah. It's, a, it's an adrenaline game. When yeah. you see your, you will see people. You will see videos of people almost crying when yeah. their dog loses or their houses lose. So um, it is fun to to watch. Mm. And uh, one thing I always tell people is that betting is an escape. Mm. People that they do is just to you know, pump people's adrenaline and let people have hope that one day they will also win millions. Mm. And people have been winning millions. An average better has somebody he knows that has won big. So yeah. he believes one day his own luck too will shine and he will also win big one of these days. So that's basically betting. It's not harming anybody. Yeah. It's not, uh, except you want to use it to harm yourself, you put your money that you're not supposed to yeah, use in and betting. You don't understand it. And there's always uh, yeah. disclaimers. Yeah, there's always a disclaimer that you should not put money you cannot lose. Mm. You have to put your, your on betting. You cannot 
not just put any money on me. But people do not listen. Yeah. You have to be honest. People do not listen. Yes. So, so, so there's bad PR everywhere, right? Betting gets bad PR. In fact, I, I know an uncle that said, don't try it. Don't do it. This and that. And you, you are aware of this. Um, but, but my question is, okay. there's a good side that doesn't really get too much PR too. Okay. People win. Yes. Some people win a lot. Maybe by not taking too much or whatever or being strategic with, with what they stake. Um, what would you say about the fact that there is a side to this sport or, or to this art or to this business that is dark that leads to people you hear people say I've lost a lot of money uh, and what, what, how do you address people like that? Yeah see um, that's why it's betting somebody has to lose for somebody to win except we're not doing Father Christmas here <laughs> it's, it's not, not Father Christmas and let's, it was yes, let's give an example of uh, let me just let you understand what betting is mm. 100 people want to play a game the um, uh, company takes 10% yeah. let's say uh, let's say everybody bets one one naira that's 100 naira the company takes uh, 10, 10 naira, naira. the remaining 90 naira, naira goes back to probably 10 people that won mm. do you understand that I got the correct score and it's just garbage in garbage out. it's a reward system and if everybody's winning that's not a reward system so people have to lose mm. it's just the way the world is uh, people will always want to push the bad blame on betting no if you do forex you will lose money mm. if you do business. if you start a business you lose money if you, you like do it. if you do insurance is that they pay you or they or don't you pay, pay you <laughs> you understand <laughs> even if you put your money on there's nothing you put your money even on the stock exchange is it every every money that you put on the stock exchange you get back sure. no everybody just well, it's because betting is addictive there's nothing that is not addictive mm. people that short the stock exchange are also addicted yeah. to it yeah but everybody just wants to put the and to be honest, everybody wants to put the blame on betting because betting is the one that does mm. the heavy promos mm. and stuff. And the truth is that betting has been of more benefits than some other. Some, yeah. some, some, some other some, as some long other as sector. you understand what you're getting into, yes, and you stick. I mean, stick the, the betting industry is heavily taxed, heavily regulated, and heavily taxed. There is no betting company in Nigeria that does not pay tax to the government. It's not possible mm. to get a betting license alone. I think for for the national lottery. Regulatory Commission NLRC. Before you can get a, a betting license, you need to pay nothing less than hundred million naira to just even start. Hundred million naira. Hundred million Nigerian, and more than that. To even get your, your state uh, betting license, you need to pay more nothing less than fifty million naira. So now this is a different convers. This is a different side of the conversation. Yes. Government regulations, starting a business, and this is something you have been working on for a long time. Yes. You are currently writing a book that will be published very soon. We'll get yeah. to that. So starting a business and government side of it. In your opinion, maybe as a businessman, why does government tax so much? Yes, because you see, everywhere in the world, mm. gambling is heavily regulated. I'm not saying it's only peculiar to Nigeria. Okay. Even in the US, it is heavily, heavily regulated. So ta- the tax is directly going to the government. Like yes. the reason for high taxes, particularly for betting companies, is because they want to heavily regulate the sector in particular. Yes, because there are so many illegal backdoors in betting. Okay. Anybody, and it's not even to. It's not because of the money. It's to protect the customer. Okay. They don't want people to just come see how MMMs started mm. they just came into the market and took, took people's, people's money, money and, and left went. a betting company cannot do that because yeah. the industry is very regulated and before you can even start a betting company there are rules mm. even after starting there was an issue that i can be always discuss online he only changed a, something on his software mm. the lottery board gave him a fine mm. 
of almost uh, more than 10 million naira just because it changed something on, on the software. That is how that's what to tell you that the betting industry is highly, highly regulated. What's on the other side? Would you wish? I mean, of course, as a businessman, you would okay. wish there wasn't so much tax to pay. Of course, you so wish. What there, happens if no, it's not even about the tax per se. Hmm. It's uh, unnecessary regulations that mm-hmm. I would. Just highlight those. Yes, unnecessary regulations like double registrations. For example, if you want to get a sport betting license, for example, mm. you have to get the national and you have to also get the state mm. that you're operating in, which is, I feel, is double regulation. Yeah. Yeah. If I get the national, it should cover me for the entire country yeah. and I can move forward. But if you get the national license and you open a shop in a kitty, they will tell you you have to pay, pay tax in a kitty. You have to pay the state license. If you open a shop in Oyo, they say you have to pay all your state license. Mm. Imagine paying. 30 states. Hmm. Of course, you can the remaining uh, northern states, you cannot pay them. Imagine paying 30 states and still paying the national body. And hmm. if you don't pay, they will come and lock your hmm. your head office. They will come and uh, or they disable your domain or do hmm. something that you would not like. So, yeah. I believe that if the regulation and there's a heavy barrier to entry, hmm. if they present you with what you need to start a betting company, you will not want to do it again. Hmm. <laughs> you understand? If they show you... So, apart from taxes, there yes. are registrations you have to have a license you need to have a particular fund that you need to like, like a bank that yeah. lock even to start to even register a sports betting company any betting kind of betting company you need to have nothing less than 30 million in share capital mm. where for regular businesses it's just 1 million mm. but for betting you have to have 30 million share capital to so, even start a betting company yeah. so this is just part of protecting the, 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 the consumer uh, yes uh, the consumer or there is more to it uh, to be honest it's, it's still to come to protect the consumer because we don't expect you to come in the, to, into the industry if you don't have money. Yeah. How would you pay winners if mm. you don't have money? You have to be yes. guaranteed that you, when you win, are financially viable. Okay. You need to see that there's money. Mm. If people win, you can pay. Mm. It's not just uh, 100 people bringing on them. Once you launch today, you will see customers. In Nigeria, there are millions yeah. of people ready to bet yeah. with you in Nigeria. Once you launch so you today, you collect a lot of money on day one. Or it day is two. normal. It is regular. Just mm. a, a, a post on Twitter that people will flock to mm. your to your website. Mm. And the problem starts from when they start winning. Mm. If you can pay, that is the difference between but you will see some people calling out betting companies on Twitter or Facebook yeah, that I've not uh, received I've not received my bet, I've not done this, I've not done that. Mm. It's because uh people have won big mm. and the the betting companies trying to minimize costs. You mentioned the high barrier to entry yes. to, to start a company. Um but still there are many companies at least I can mention of course. 35. They still yeah. go in there. How do we juxtapose that the this costs a lot of money, but they still go there. Is it the same reason that Nigerians would bet anyway? Yes, the <coughs> truth is that no matter how much you spend on being entering into the betting space, you make your money back. It's normal. Does that understand? mean every player in the industry is doing pretty well? Um, the thing that separates uh, people that are doing boys. well is that is uh, I, I, I would say uh, strategies. Mm. I wouldn't even say money this time because we've seen companies that brought heavy money into the industry and, and in three months. You don't hear you don't hear from them anymore. Even start a betting company that would last six months. If mm. if there's a company that launches today, and I see what they do in a month, mm. I can tell you if they'll be still be in the space in based the next on, six based months. Based on their behavioral strategy. Yes, people copy a lot in this industry. Mm. Everybody wants to be like Naira Bet. Everybody wants to be like Bet Niger, forgetting that these companies had like 12, 13 years to learn. Mm. 
12, 10, they, 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 when they started Naira Bet, the industry was, they, nobody saw that kind of innovation before. It was only Baba Jebu they knew. And somebody, you can start paying bets on your phone and you can, and to be honest, uh, they've, they, there are so many challenges that they faced mm. and they, they overcame those challenges. And they, But you want to come into the market today and you want to start behaving like Bet Niger, mm. it will not work. Mm. It took Naira Bet and Bet Niger years before they could place adverts on VSTV. Mm. But you, you want to come today, you want to just splash everywhere with your mm. adverts mm. and people will now start knowing you. You will not, They will now win 100 million. You will not be able to pay. Mm. When you have spent, when you have spent uh, maybe two hundred million on the super sports, and mm. you cannot uh, pay, you are spending money on advertising, you cannot pay mm. people. So those are the issues. Some will even go and pay celebrities twenty, thirty million for endorsement deals. Yeah, for endorsement deals to endorse your company, they will go and even pay ex football stars to endorse their company, and those ones will just take their money, do one or two adverts, and people will know the company. They will not start betting, and you will not be able to pay your staff. You will not be able to pay your winners. Mm. You will not even be able to renew your software. Mm. That's when they will start having problem with the software and the, the platform and providers will just will just rock uh, pull them. There, there's a lot that's going on. Um, let's begin to look at some of the points you raised in the book that that okay. you're yeah. you drafting and is coming up very soon. I believe. Yeah, it should come up by the end of the month. By the end of the month in April, in fact. Yeah. So pretty close. Ah, uh, there are lots of aspects. You're basically breaking down how to be in this business what are the ways yeah. to succeed in this business uh you talk about government regulation software in detail yeah. much yeah. more than what you have done um there's something i wanted to okay we have talked about proliferation and counterfeiting are there of course there are imitators in the market and that's because they are malinformed or they are not very well informed or they just see the bright lights they, they want to be yeah. part of it what would you say about too many players yeah, I, I won't call them imitators. I will call them wannabes. Mm. Well, there are so many. Anybody can come into the betting industry. So far, you can get a good software. You can pay your license. You can get your license and you can do your marketing. But the truth is that how can you... It's not just about starting. How mm. can you maintain the momentum? How can you... For example, let me let me give an example of companies I've consulted for. Yeah, I would not mention names. So I'll just... There's a company A that I consulted for. I asked them, how, how much is your total budget? How much do you have before we even start this uh, this thing? And I t- they said uh, they had uh, a budget of two hundred million. I was like, mm. okay, this is manageable. Let's start. And we got a soft. I, I, I showed them a lot of softwares that they can actually uh, white label. There's Tonkey, there's white label kind mm. of software. And I told them white label will go well for them. And uh, I think it was like twenty thousand dollars then, and they paid. And I told them I wrote a route to market plan for them, like a strategy that they would use to enter in the market yeah. in six months. Mm. And when they saw the route to market, they were not. They were like, ah, no, they are not trying to enter the market in a soft way. They want to they enter want with to a big bang. They want to. Ah. I was loud. like, in the betting industry, 200 million is small. It's like you're having 10K. <laughs> it's not. To be loud. Yeah, it's not money in mm. the betting industry. How much is 200 million? Something you spend in a month and you don't get anything. Mm. And I told them, see, this is the kind of thing you should be doing. Let's, what you're supposed to be doing is direct response marketing. Okay. Where you, any form of marketing you are doing, must bring back. Must bring back uh, customers. Uh, even the um, customers or profit or more or revenue mm. and they were like no they wanted to that's how the when we finished building for them and we handed over the platform and i said see guys let me manage this platform for you for six months and let's move on. they were like no they have one consultant somewhere that understand marketing mm. and the funny thing is that there are people that understand marketing in nigeria but very rare for you to find people that understand betting marketing mm. it's not the same thing to sell think, your product uh, as i can as get maybe a 
come a marketing company to come and market my yeah. it's different. There are different things that you need to put in place. And I told them, you guys want to launch, you don't have a customer care department, mm. you don't have your te- technical guys on ground. You don't even I told you that the license that you got only keeps you to operate in this state. Mm. You can't go out of this state. But they were like, eh, no. Somebody told them that they can. That's how they went to pay one uh, hip hop artist. They mm. paid them, they paid like three hip hop artists. They did a big launch at one big uh, I don't want to mention names because once <laughs> I start mentioning names, you, they will connect. Yes, they will connect it also. They had their, oh, they did a, they took like three of the best Afrobeat uh, artists, mm. three of the best. They, they they launched them in an hotel for three days and they did one fantastic event. One event planner collected money from them, got them a 2,000 capacity all, and they, those ones performed for 30, 30 minutes and. And that was it. If, and until because I've left them, I've done my job, took my money, and until like two months, I saw the man calling. I was like, ah, probably wants to give me good news. Apparently, there's a problem with the software or something. Mm-hmm. All right, you now called me, said, I'm Sadan Juma. <laughs> ah, but you don't they tell me? Who? I said, ah, what do you mean, sir? He said, ah, it's almost as if the 200 million that we have spent it's, is in the nothing. Dream. I said, what's happening? And I said, see, when I got you the software. And you 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 still have like uh, one six before we finish doing your platform. You still had like one seventy million afloat. How did you now spend one seventy million mm. in the space of two months? You said uh, they paid these artists this amount. They got this all for this amount. They did marketing. Yeah, there are some marketing that will not convert for a new company, mm. but they will not listen. It's good when everybody say, ah, if I put my sports betting company on 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 uh, DSTV, everybody will start betting. Your sites, you don't have good payment gateway in your site. You are UX. It's not, yeah, you don't have good, you don't even have good markets. You don't have good events. You don't have basketball. You don't have tennis. You don't have virtual games. You don't have slots. You don't have baccarat. You don't have anything. So you are going to spend money on DSTV. Of course, the customers will come. They will register. Mm -hmm. But once they register and they say that you don't have good offerings, they will Mm -hmm. leave. It's not even about living. It's the retention. Mm -hmm. What is your retention strategy? There are so many betting companies. There there is Bet Niger. There is Naira Bet. They have all the markets already. Mm -hmm. And you, you are coming in. You are not, you don't even have what they have and you are doing over the board advertising for mm. something that you cannot it was a sad moment for them but although when i came on board and i explained everything to them and i tell, i told the man i said see if i tell you something it's because we've tested it before mm. not because i'm just telling you out of my head that yeah. is what you need to do we've tested it we've done well, they did they did something that burnt their fingers they were giving uh, bonuses there if you register on our platform we will give you times 50 of your bonus and that's not how they do it mm. the people need to have a, a balance the balance you have, they need to stake this money that they put in your system. They need to use it to stake before Other they can games. get their bonus. Yeah. The man said no. They just put times fifty of the so, bonus. So it basically speaks to people were just. Let's say you now put one thousand. The times five to five thousand. People just withdraw without playing any game. And they, That's and they how they lost a lot. Strategy. Yes. It speaks to understanding the business environment and you know the markets before you go ahead. Um, there's a lot of this nuggets in your these nuggets in your book. Yeah. yeah. But I'd like to quickly state, if you're listening to this, uh, my guest is Balogun Danjuma. He's a betting consultant with Lava Technologies. Of course, from what you have listened to, he has been able to tell us how the market is in Nigeria. And there is more in his book. Let's talk about government because this podcast is about how government affects Nigerian businesses and how it can be better. Apart from taxes that you mentioned, are there peculiar or, or are there particular things or challenges that sports 
betting the betting in your industry faces that should be different maybe government could change some laws in some part maybe uh, the environment could be better because people talk about an enabling, enabling environment a lot mm, of yeah. times i also want to add this nigerian games don't get um, um, currency on the betting platforms a lot okay. of it is europe um, uh, you know. games like slots Makarat, and the yeah so nigerian league or yeah. whatever games we have in nigeria how do you tackle this this story to be, to be honest um when we look at Nigerian football yeah. per se, it's not as popular it's as other. Which is the same. Uh, like, we have to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's not as true. popular as the Premier League or yeah, the La Liga. Or, or, or friend, of course, people play those games. You, you be, you. But the truth is that. But, but do you need a, do you need quality games to? Okay, people need to find the games exciting before they. Yes, it's it. not even um, about finding them exciting. To be honest. With our, our leagues, we need to pump money in our leagues. Mm. They are not as uh, you. Are, how many Nigerian leagues do you watch? They even watch three years. Nah, it's not even available. On, yes, on and they need to pump money on these leagues and the sport federation and all other bodies pushing mm. those uh, games. And it, it needs to be fascinating. Mm. We do. They don't need to do much on the betting. Once the games are fascinating, people want to place there. Yeah. They would. Those clubs will get diehard fans, and those are the ones that will play. That will play okay. So it's, it's it's just a garbage in garbage. Yeah. Situation. If, if it works, pop, here, it's going to it work. works uh, it's so because ba- Premier League is working. That's yeah, why people are yeah. betting on Premier Back League. Back to the Nigerian problems, are there particular changes you want to see, maybe from the government or from the Nigerians that would, that would positively uh, affect betting companies? Yes. First of all, the money betting companies ship abroad is too much. In what way? Good. For you to start a betting company, you need to have a software provider. Mm. And they charge in three ways. Mm. They charge you an upfront to use the software. Okay. It goes as high as thirty thousand pounds, forty thousand pounds, some twenty thousand pounds, depending mm. on who you're buying from. There are so many companies like Pet Construct, mm. uh, Ever Gaming, um, so many companies, Optima, SB Tech, so many companies that you can talk to and they will give you their platform. Mm. So that they will customize it for you, put your logo and the rest. Now, after that money you pay for the software, you pay an integration fee. Mm. That integration fee go as high as some ten thousand pounds, ten thousand dollars, twelve thousand dollars, as high as that. So after paying, after paying like forty thousand pounds, you software. pay for software. You pay ten thousand for the integration. Then you now pay a percentage of your GGR to them monthly. Most times it's like twelve percent or ten percent. Let's say you make hundred million, ten million goes to to the Betting company. Why is it so expensive? Like, <laughs> what? Who are they to the grand scheme of things? Yes, they are. They, you are using their technology. Okay. They are the ones. It's they not as if. Uh, yes, it's not as if I can be the one looking for games now or typing it mm. on the. But they this, are already have a, an integrated system. It's a, yeah. It's a lot of tech. Jonas, mm. it's not as if when uh, they, they score, mind you, they will quickly go and input it. No, it's it's a it's a platform. Real time. It's a real time platform. So you have to. Those ones are the ones that make it real time. Mm. You understand. And uh, so after paying them the integration fee, you still pay 10% to 12% of your GGR, which is gross gaming revenue, okay. 10 to 12% of your revenue to them. And uh, you pay these things in foreign currency. Mm. It's not as if you pay in Naira. And if you remember the time government clamped down some betting companies and closed their accounts that they are pushing Forex. dollar Forex abroad, that mm. is the reason. 
Some if some betting companies even own borrow the chains mm. where they take dollar and they, so they, they can manage, so they their, can business. manage their business. And the reason why is because there is no Nigerian platform software that they can use. That can build a software. The entire tech industry is not building anything for the for the betting industry. Is it the too entire, expensive? Is it too technical? I would not say it's too technical because even if you look at the or countries, maybe there's no incentive for them to build it. There uh, is. The, the thing is, we'll get there one day. Yeah. Even if you look at the companies building this tech, it's not as if they are bigger than Nigeria. It's companies like countries like Mota, Curacao, countries like uh, mm. Isle of Man, countries like majorly European countries, mm. small, small European countries that mm. are the ones building this uh, tech. It's not as if it's the US, UK that we cannot, although there are a lot in the US and the UK, yeah. but, but if you check this, most of these games are from Mota, mm. Isle of Man, Curacao, so many small, small countries like that. Mm. And there are companies that they are not more than five, more than ten, mm. and they are servicing a company that services uh, more than uh, a million, two million customers. So, mm. if Nigerian tech people can actually find a way to actually create platforms that can match this, it's not as if you just bring any platform and you expect people to start using your platform because mm. there's no pity. Let's forget the fact that yeah. uh, we, we want to let us Why use it in Nigeria. Nana, no. no, it has to be it has as to be real business. Uh, real business. If you can get even, I would, even if you cannot do this entire sport betting, we don't have, what about? games. Mm. I don't think there's any Nigerian company creating games for the betting industry. Mm. Even the virtual games, every form of games, we buy them. Mm. We buy them. We, we integrate them from so uh, local production, them. incentive for local Yes, design, even golden razor companies. Are, of course, one thing I know is that we will get there. Yeah, they point. need to start creating games. Mm. We've done it before, uh, but uh, when you ask Nigerian developers to create something for you, they don't even understand because there are so many developers that are not, that don't even understand how the technology yeah. betting industry yeah, works yeah. so you need people that are that dedicate time into, there's a mm. lot of money to be making made in betting it sounds yeah. to me like there is a lot to be done like and when i hear yes. that there is a challenge or there is room yeah. it sounds to me like okay this can create jobs for people of course this is so, there's so much more excitement ahead right yes yeah, what's the course. future of sports betting in nigeria in africa yes i still believe we've what not even when we, when we have not we have not started we've not even scratched the surface really when you compare even states in china like macau you compare like Texas, las vegas and yeah. you see betting you know we don't have in nigeria i don't think we have up to 10 casinos in Nigeria. <coughs> maybe Casino the federal is a, pala it's not a common culture yeah yet. Yes, maybe only Federal Palace Casino. I think that's the only casino. Mm. We, uh, that's the only standard well, casino that we have. We're not very. Yes, there should be more. Okay. Everybody's just building beach houses. Imagine having like a big casino in the front of the beach, and everybody's there. What, what are the alternatives, or what are the Nigerian versions of casinos? Maybe are you local on a large scale? I don't know. Uh, I'm not even saying they have to culturalize it. it. Let's just have big casinos that people can play billiard, board games, baccarat, mm. and the likes, and a very very. If you, you see those ones in movies that we watch, that yeah. we have so many machines yeah, yeah. and you can go and win, play your roulette, yeah, play your yeah. baccarat, play your slots. There's money to be made. Places you can go and relax. Not uh, because, of course, something like the betting, like the betting shops, yeah. but for the elite. Yeah. We don't have stuff like mm. that mm. in Nigeria. And there's so much money to even looking at the pools, in the, looking at the loto industry. I think it's only Baba Jebu that is doing well. Yeah. We don't have uh, games like a mega million powerball they are, i think there's another company betty bingo but they're not i don't think they're doing fantastically mm, well like mm. uh, 
So there, there, there is room to 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 to, to expand. There is room to, expand, to explore spaces. new spaces and uh, push. Uh, there are so many. Even the land-based game is mm. run by Chinese company Outphone. Mm. It's not. We need people to buy these machines, bring them in Nigeria, run these companies, and, and open new. There's still a lot of money to be made. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's how. And the infiltration of mobile phone. An average Nigerians have a, uh, Nigerian have a mobile phone. Mm. You cannot count twenty competing companies doing well. Nigeria, you cannot. Mm, mm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that uh, going forward, of, of course, the Nigerian state, the Nigerian life has to improve yeah. for every other sector to feel it. So, that's true. So and the when, poverty rate is high. So when yeah. we fix that back end, it, we'll, we'll see reflections. Of course, when people people can reach out to you, but just before uh, I, I close up this interview, there's something I saw crypto betting in in some in, in oh, a draft. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's just just something of the future, right? Uh, yeah. Crypto betting. To, yeah, for example, like, like I was saying, like yeah. I said, we have not even scratched the surface. Mm. The latest betting company in the world, Stake.com, oh, uh, the company is owned by Ed Craven. Mm. That company is doing fantastically well over the world. And they don't even use normal, they operate worldwide. Yeah. They don't even do normal fiat Currencies. gaming. They use crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, mm. Dogecoin, and the likes. So and if you will see when you're watching Premier League, you've seen Stake.com yeah. and the likes. That's a big deal. They, yes, they, I think they, they are the sponsors for Everton mm. or, and you know Drake Drake is their uh, ambassador yeah. Drake yeah. is the ambassador the biggest artist in yes, the world yes in the world the biggest rap artist in the world and we do not have, I, th- I think except one company that's trying to even scratch it I think the name of the company is Stake Fair mm. in Nigeria Stake mm. Fair they were formerly bet demand now they've changed them to Stake Fair and to me they are not even scratching the surface themselves mm. so we there are so many things that we can, uh, that we can uh, key, into. key into nobody's even betting with crypto in Nigeria so what everybody's starting is I mean, just crypto is not exchange. really we, we're not the reason for that crypto has not found its footing in Nigeria maybe I in the future I would not say crypto has I don't think it's not being recognized by the government I don't think there are five countries that trade crypto more than Nigeria, Nigeria more than Nigeria I don't think there are I don't so think that's Nigeria, space yes for, for Nigerians love crypto forget the fact that it's legal people do crypto in Nigeria mm. that's, that's a fact that's yes. a fact um, again before we go um, there's something that popped in my esports okay do you do, yeah. do you pay attention to that space of course of course there's no there's no spoil <laughs> that you don't, don't look at to. yeah to be honest uh 2014 mm. i was expecting because that was when esports was uh, there Raving. are different games like uh, mm. dota 2 jit grand theft auto yeah, gta yeah. Uh, other games like that were raining and i was expecting that ah this because nigerians love playstation yeah, yeah. we play a lot we of pairs we are 11 and so i was expecting that these it's games pop would in pop in nigeria until so a few companies started it, but it didn't just fly. Didn't pick up. Uh, we even have people that are diehard fans. People like Dr. Sid. I know yes, you know the musician. Pioneer, yeah. He has this. Not uh, the pioneer, yes. He has, he has this business. Uh, what does he call it? A con- contender. Yeah. He yeah. has a company called Contender, and that company they are trying to push its esports. Mm. But sh- I don't know. There are challenges. The, the it, I think it's the, a Nigerian quote-unquote curse. Yes. Uh, uh, Until you know, we are able to fix our. The major our challenge, I think, is the cost of giving devices yeah I think because if you watch I, I watch some of the streamings of uh, on stake hmm. I watch uh, streamings of people that these gamers if you see the 
gadgets that they use. They use more than they use some use 12 gigram laptops yeah, or desktop to do gaming. Tech. It's high tech, but uh, Nigerians, uh, even mean, our four gig, four gig gram, <laughs> you really uh, understand? <laughs> we cannot even do proper live streaming. Yeah. So for for events, so yeah. And because of the press, we're, we're pressed for time. I mean, I would love to engage you more in other yeah. other conversations. I'm sure you are, you know, you, you deal in other uh, businesses. Uh, of course, I'm always so, available for betting so discussions. Well, we'll, we'll talk more. And uh, my guest has been Balogun Tanjuma, betting mm. consultant at Lava Technologies. When people want to find you, as soon as your book is out, uh, yeah. your online f- footprint, where can they find you? Or follow okay, you? Um, I'm always on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you can on uh, Instagram. On you can at, at H O N underscore D A N J O. That's at Honorable Danjo. Okay. At H O N underscore D A N J O. Both on Instagram and. Uh, oh, on Twitter. Yeah, but most of the time I'm always on my phone, so you can yeah. always call 070 Your book is out April 2020. Yeah, yeah, my book, Exclusive VIP Guide on How to Start a Profitable Betting Company. So, for yeah. those who have plans to understand the betting space, to understand yes. it from the customer point of view, yeah. from the owner's point of view, the markets uh, starting, yeah. getting funding for, for your business, look yeah. out for, uh, look out for the book, yeah. uh, Balogun Danjuma's book, Exclusive VIP Access. So, Exclusive VIP Guide to on how to start a profitable betting company. Yes, look out for that. Thank you very much for being on the Despite the Government podcast. Thank you. Danjuma. Uh, Thank we'll you. see you next time. Thank you very much.